welcome to the worst show on the planet Earth. Second worst show. Third worst show. Fourth worst show. I think we're the fourth worst show. Eighth worst show. Eighth worst show. Tenth hundred thousandth worst show. There's probably worse shows than us out there. Let's be honest. On the totem pole of worst shows, we're the very lowest. Yes. Uh, joining, my name is Jeff. Joining me this week is Josh. Hi, Josh. How are you? I'm here. You you totally <laughs> didn't spend three hours That's on my chair. Two hours on your freaking chair, just to freaking uh, just to hang out for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though we said both are like, hey, we're just. I'm going to be a little late. I'm going to come a little later. You're like, yeah, that's cool. Because you you sent a text back saying I should be there at three. And I fucking keep myself distracted for like an hour in a bit. And I was like, I wonder where Jeff is. And you show up two hours later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The person who wasn't at my house waiting for three hours, Alan, is also here. Hello. Yeah, he's. He's very confused right now because he's like, what the fuck's going on? Because we're meant to stream to play video games on the said stream. Oh, yeah. Josh played high on life. Yep. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of did you at least did you at least have fun? It was good. Like the the thing is, though, I think the big selling point on how uh, high on life is the writing from the uh, uh, Rick and Morty uh, writers. We such. have a story for about that, by the way. Yeah, like oh, the Rick and Morty writers. Did no, something? the the voice actor for Rick and Morty. Oh, oh, because boy, like, oh fucking boy. Because right oh, now, this sounds good. <laughs> oh, because uh, as for what I played from the Rick or not, I was gonna say Rick and Morty game. I'm like, it's not Rick and Morty, although it. Could very well be Rick and Morty. It's basically Rick and Morty. Yeah. yeah. Like the whole jokes, the whole like references and it's it, it gets old real quick. I don't it's... know if you enjoy it. It's fine. I just think me and Jeff kind of agree. It's a seven out of ten. If the humor was that's a seven out of ten for you guys. Holy jeez. I mean, if, you, it... although <laughs> I would say maybe six or seven, but still, I would say seven out of ten because seven out of ten is now average. Yeah. No. And like, yes. On shitty scales from one to ten, yeah, seven is yeah. average. Yeah, seven is considered average. It, it, if if you were like like, it, it the the thing is, it's like it feels like the first go around it making a shooter. Well, yeah, it probably is, but at the yeah. same time, I'm also gonna sit there and look at the situation and go like, if seven out of ten is the average, um, then. Boy, oh boy. Like, I, I, my standards aren't that high. I know that. And a 7 out of 10 is not, high, not, that, not the average. The 4 uh, out of 10 is average. You have more games that fail than you have that succeed. I mean, there's a lot of games that I would say miss the boat. If that makes sense. Yep. Um, But I also feel like as if that... How do I say this? I feel like as if like that game is one of those games where it's good enough and it's fun ish, 
Like, I don't end up hating it. Yep. If no, anything, I saw a lot of the references and stuff like that in that game, and I watched like some people play the game three, and man, man. boy oh boy, boy oh boy, hey, I, it's like that thing from Evangelion, and I'm just like, oh, it is all the worst humor from Eve, uh, from Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's just like it's... you got to realize <laughs> that that game that game selling point is its combat, and it's and it's uh. And the talking guns, and the talking guns. Yeah, there are things oh, well, about and it's and it's story. In yeah, there are things about it that it does that are really um, how do I say this? Really interesting yep. too. Like one of the things that it does is like um, sorry, my dog's doing something and it's distracting me. It does stuff like um, there's a moment in the game where if you have a certain weapon, you can kill a boss early. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've, I've seen the video footage of yeah. that. I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's... yeah. But it, it's cool. There's stuff that's cool about it. Like, there's there's moments where they do a Psycho Mantis thing, and then they reference Psycho Mantis directly. Well, again, most people won't actually, who most people who expect to play this game won't know what a Psycho Mantis is. I don't know about that. Because I think that there's enough... There's enough crossover, I would think, between a Melgar Solid fan and a Rick and Morty fan. No. I would think that there's some people who would understand who Psycho Mantis is and what I, Metal Gear Solid I, I need, is. I need you to understand what you just said. I am what saying this most... as somebody who knows somebody who know, is, is familiar with those two things. As a matter of fact, I know a lot of people who are familiar with those two things. Yes. All right. So, so but do you think Jet Mor uh, Rick and Morty's general audience is? I would uh, say Metal Gear Solid players. I would say Rick and Morty's general audience for seasons one, two, and three, uh, before it became more mainstream. Yeah, they would know. They would generally have an idea of how what Psycho Mantis is and what Metal Gear right. is. And, and then the next big point of do you think people who are like big fans of Metal Gear Solid are going to play a first person shooter? Yes. Why would they? I think that, okay, you're talking about two different game styles here. And yeah. High, yeah. High on Life is. High on uh, Life you is. Are a, making, what, what you are no, doing no, no, here. I'm not making because High on Life, if High on Life is the big release that Microsoft had. And it's a bad release. It's a big release oh! that Microsoft had for um, holiday 2023 or holiday yeah, okay. 2022, right? So when you compare it to Melgar Solid and stuff like that, Melgar Solid is one of the best games that ever existed, right? We can agree on that. That makes sense. What I'm saying is... Um, and this is my personal opinion. I think that there's enough people in the world who would be interested in a shooter and be interested in Metal Gear Solid. Now, you're 100% right. Those paths don't always cross. All right. But I think those paths cross enough where there would be people who would understand those references because you're talking about a game that is widely considered or a franchise that's widely considered a classic in gaming. And this is a game that makes a reference to it. 
So I think that there would be enough of a crossover that people would understand it. Now, that being said, if we're talking about Zoomers, I don't think Zoomers understand right. what the greatness of Melgar Salt is in an instant. You, all right. So. But I'm, I'm making I, I, a lot of assumptions here. No, you aren't just making assumptions. You're also making conjectures. And that is you are connecting things that actually in this case shouldn't be connected. The reason why I immediately brought up like the, the play style of what of uh, what Metal Gear Solid versus High on Life is. Um, additionally, I also brought up what kind of games Metal Gear Solid versus High on Life is. Metal Gear Solid plays itself completely straight, whereas High on Life is a parody game. It is meant to literally make fun of a bunch of things. It is all the worst all of the worst things about seasons one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of Rick and Morty put into a game. Constant references, not, no substantial content of their own, nothing like that. And as a result, and you got to realize High on Life didn't do very well. High on Life it, came out of fucking nowhere. Hold on. Like, from what I understand, its sales were just kind of mediocre. And on top of that, it had a release that just literally came out of nowhere. So there's an article in general you should look at the headline of. Yeah, in 2020. 2022. Yes, in 2022. I want you to understand that. It, uh, out beat, uh, it a, beat Minecraft and yeah. Game Pass. In 2022, as a release, what else released on Game Pass? That's what you need to look at. Not biggest. It says third biggest launch party in Ga uh, Game Pass's history, and the biggest launch in Game Pass's ever history. So next, next big question after that. Hey, how long has Game Pass been around, and how big is the launch party? Well, Game Pass has been around for about at least close to eight year, five, seven years. Game. It's been around Game. for a long time. So that Pass. Would, but the thing is, is like the started reason started in why, 2017, so it's only been around for five years at this point. So that that's a pretty good chunk of time. Mm. That's a pretty good chunk of time if we're talking about mm. console generations. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to I'm going to quietly point this out. Mm -hmm. 2017. Which means Xbox one. Yeah. So it's Xbox X One, PC, and... Yes. Uh, well, no, not PC. Uh, it's Xbox Game Pass includes PC now. Uh, yes, now. Not back yes. then. Xbox uh, Xbox Game Pass, I think, was the thing that started for PC back in 20, uh, 2020. No, but, um, uh, you could purchase game... If you, could, if you had Microsoft Store, you could purchase Game Pass games directly through the Microsoft Store. I'm going... Be because Play Anywhere. Yes, I get that. But that wasn't always a feature of Game Pass. No, that's always been a feature of Game Pass. No, it wasn't. That's always been a feature of Game Pass, Alan. No, it I've wasn't. I've been a subscriber from the beginning. <sighs> no. I am telling you I've done this it multiple times. Isn't. I am saying it is because it is. It's always been the case. I know because I've done it multiple times and I've been a subscriber since day one. Because right. play because it uses play anywhere. 
that's why I know it does because technically you own the you own the games because you pay a subscription and play anywhere triggers when you own the games. That's why I know. <laughs> I'm reading this stuff. I know. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's the thing is, is like, Josh, what, how how would you say you? How would you say it is? Like you're early in the game. In in twenty in not in March twenty twenty uh March twenty ninth twenty ninth introduced Game Pass PC, which excluded included exclusive titles for PC gaming and Game Pass Ultimate. Yes, and those which are means completely it was a different, different at that point in time. Yes, because the different. But I'm talking about the Xbox exclusives, yes. which has always been a feature that oh you can always fuck. download them on no, PC. I was yes, you can. No, yes. I, Alan, shut I'm a subscriber. Up. No, shut, shut up. The you, fuck up. you shut up and you listen for 30 seconds because I'm not listening to a rant again for another. No, podcast. I wasn't going to rant. Yes, you are because else. you're going to point because you're doing this facetious argument, and I'm saying this is a fact. The Jeff. fact is, no, Alan, shut up and listen for 20 seconds. For fuck's sakes. Okay? I listened. Let me make my fucking point. No, you're not listening. No, you're not. Yes. Let me make my goddamn point. Okay, make your point. You got five minutes. Game Pass, as the way it was, was, as you said, available for PC. I agree there now because I had to reread some stuff. However, Game Pass still isn't a good uh, barrier for or point to make as a good launch point especially given how limited of reach it is for exclusively xbox so long as you have the, have the service purchased oh god that's gonna be yes i have to change my point Alan, but go ahead game pass subscribers exceeds the number of playstation 5s out there who the fuck cares it's 14 dollars a month Every single month. And Steam is free. Yes. That's not so my I want, point. I want you to understand something here. This big launch on Game Pass isn't anything. It is a launch on a console. It's, it is a bad metric to use as a good example of a good game launch. Okay. So here's, here's what I'm going to say. Okay. Let's look at Game Pass numbers, because this is a very simple answer. Game Pass numbers of subscribers. Okay. The number of subscribers for Game Pass, uh, which Microsoft reports on roughly every month. Uh, is. Game Pass number of subscribers let's look at that on DuckDuckGo. um but game pass is pretty big and massive when it comes to um performance and stuff like that and it gives you a lot of benefits when it comes to actual like usage and stuff like that so when you compare it to like i get what you're saying if like oh it's not a good metric when it comes to like comparing sales and stuff like that but what the thing that you have to keep in mind is, is that you're paying $14 a month in order to have access to this entire library. This is one of the biggest things. 
what is the month per month growth from high on life? Because not everyone's going to buy high on life for $69 or $66, correct? $70. $70, whatever. We'll say, we'll say $60, dollars um, so like gross revenue for a game as of today mm-hmm. is 10 is 10.5 million yeah that's not that's, that much that's pretty good i think it had 218 units sold like you're not gonna hit a billion on a game like that jeff that isn't a good launch that is no i'm saying it's i'm agreeing with you on that I'm saying the thing I would be interested in seeing is I would be interested to see how much, how many subscribers increased with High on Life's drop, per se. Because I would be interested to see if it went up or down. I don't know for sure. But the other thing I would say, and I'm saying this just because because this is my personal opinion, is... It's, hmm, it's so far a pretty good indicator that it's probably going to get a sequel if it's the highest grossed game on, for 2022 on Game Pass. And it's probably going to do better. But again, we come back to what I said last week, where I said I wouldn't pay $60 for it. I wouldn't even pay, I wouldn't even pay forty dollars to twenty dollars for it. Yeah, and I don't. I think that you're not. How do I say this? You don't. I don't. I think that your opinion of like, oh, the humor doesn't fit me. That's fine. Like the reason no, why I I don't think the humor lands. I think it's just. I don't even think the humor is good in general. I just think it's all referential humor. I there was one. Itself. Yeah, no, that's a good point because I barely laughed. So that that is actually a pretty big knock against it. But the thing that what I, the, the problem is, and, and mm-hmm. this is something that I need to under, like point out, mm-hmm. a big launch on a small service with the total sales made of under 200, uh, 250K. Remember, mm-hmm. it was only 239,000 sold units. Yeah. That doesn't say a lot. That actually says how bad Game Pass is doing. Uh, no, because like, it's not counting. It's set, Game Pass doesn't count in sales. Yeah, I know. And that yeah. should be a thing that should be making making it known is, hey, this game got released. Overall, it has two and a half, just under two and a half mil, uh, thousand sold. Under yeah. two and a half. Remember that number. Mm-hmm. So Game Pass has the largest launch of its, of its five-year period. Yeah. Five years. And it has under that number. Well, it overtook Minecraft. Who the fuck cares? Minecraft's been around for uh, Minecraft's been around for what fourteen years now? Close to it, and it's still one of the highest selling grossing games of all time. Yes, it's almost like it's a good game. Yeah, it's a very good game. So you'd have to you'd have to measure its metric against its initial launch. Yeah, which is the better way to do it, not present because it's an older game and people still play the fuck out of it yeah the thing the thing i think that 
the the I, thing I I'm saying from the, this is that if it is beating Minecraft, which is an established game, which is available on basically every platform. Well, again, High Life is also available on I think what three platforms? One of which is PC. Nope, two. It's Xbox. Available. It's available on Xbox Series, which is Xbox One and Xbox Series X, which basically counts as one platform at this point. Uh, no, they actually have to count as separate because of the way that they're functioned. I think and the I, official name for Xbox. Yeah, no. If if it, we don't, then three. Yeah, it has to be because you have to do, actually. They actually do have like different setups and stuff like that, so they are denoted as different platforms. Yeah. Um, I do believe it also has Xbox One. I do believe yeah. it's launched on as well. So there's your actual third, technically. Hold on, let me so, look this up. So you have... Because that would be platforms. hilarious if they did that. Well, a lot of companies have been doing that because their current generation haven't been selling. Uh, Xbox Series X and S. I'm looking right now just to make sure I'm not crazy because I don't think it's only... I think it's only available on... Nope, three. So... Yeah. It's available on Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Windows 10 and 11. So to me, what this says is it's it's probably going to be something where it does okay. It's performed. I don't think it's performed well. Um, but I'll, I'm going to – I know for a fact that the first month is always – especially during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is something else that has to be taken back. In fact, is that this was something that was supposed to be sold during Christmas, mm-hmm. and it, and again, under two hundred fifty thousand so per uh, units purchased. Yeah, for Christmas, high on life. And the reason this again, I gotta. This is the reason why I make these points. Mm-hmm. High on life came out in Christmas, so it's a big selling point for as a Christmas purchasing thing. Yeah, I think that. I think that if you were to if this was the only game on Xbox Series X, which it basically is, uh, there's there's a couple new ones there's, that look pretty there's good. Not, there's not many games. Uh, there is Forgotten City, which is available on PC, Resident Evil. So see, that's the problem with Xbox. It's a problem with both consoles right now. Anyways, but we're we're gonna get sidetracked. Um, and I, I we we kind of muted Josh by having this argument. Yeah, Josh, um, talk about high life. Uh, yeah, go. I, I'm gonna mute myself because like, Christ yeah. on a cracker, you two. What the fuck is wrong with the both of you? Could you just shut up. This is how friends shit. talk, Josh. Uh, I'm just more disgusted. He just kept yelling at each other. I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. How about go we just ahead. go on to something else entirely? That, that that that's that's set to happen at least once every fifty po- uh, episodes. You know that. <laughs> sure. At this point, yes. Yeah. That like it has happened actually, like one every fifty episodes. I know that. There's times where literally Alan will go on a rant. I'll walk away for fifteen minutes and then come back and he'll still be ranting. Yep. Like no joke. It's because it's because you guys don't know how to engage in the conversation what I'm having with. Like no it, no no. I'll try know. to engage and then I'll, and be, then like, I'll be like. Oftentimes no. I try to say something and someone just over talks me and I'm like okay keep going whatever. Yeah. Uh, podcast. Gently channel. gently bully your way into the conversation, Josh. I I've I'm gonna try. 
Josh, it's, it's, a, it's a thing you got to learn to do, dude. Yeah. Uh, although, what was Anyways, it? the high in life. Go ahead. Yeah. Finish it off. Well, well high in life, I give it like a fucking six out of fucking ten because it's fine. You won't get mad at it for being too easy or too difficult or anything. The only thing that I say it sucks is that, man, the game could have used a little more polish here and there of how you move around and how you do things. <clears throat> and also the game felt like it's designed for PC in general. Uh, but other than that, do that. Yeah. And as for gameplay that I would say, it's like a solid six or seven as for story and stuff. I mean, it's by the same guys that did Rick and Morty. Your mileage may vary. So take take what you can take what you can from what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's about it for high on life. Uh, should we switch gears to how Wizards of the Coast uh, higher ups? Uh, All right. No, I got to say one thing that happened. We're recently. in their way of we're in their way of their money. Well, clearly, um, no, uh, I got to say one thing. So, you know, the creator of Rick and Morty, yeah. uh -huh. the voice. Uh, Justin um, Rowland and um, there's another guy who I forget his name is. Um, he's been arrested for uh, domestic abuse. And people have been like releasing like uh, like what it's like to work with him. Um, and as a result, like it's like, holy shit, like he like the way he talks and texts and stuff like that. Um, is, have you ever heard of like, Rick, like, you know how Rick and Morty talk in the show? Yeah. That in real life? That's him in real life. Oh dear. So pretty big, like, that's not a good thing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um. Yeah, the first article I looked up, because you're telling me this, and I'm like, man, I don't have an article to actually look at this. Let me look it up. And the first article is uh, Justin Roiland was Rick and Morty's future in doubt as uh, Justin Roiland faces years in prison. Yep. From Newsweek. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he's in a bit of hot water. Um, and I'm, I'm like, I've seen some of the conversations like he actually talks like Rick. Oh. Actually, like uh, this is the reason why I like I I was like because I like Rick and Morty I, I actually do like some of the show like I like how they did Evil Morty I like how they did that I'm not exactly a fan of the current seasons because it's just it, Rick and Morty has become what it what it hated but like it managed to do itself pretty well up until like last season I'd say even though it was kind of meh. Are you talking about the season where they went back from the Citadel? Uh, this season's the one where they came back from the Citadel after being dealing with evil Morty. Okay. Um, and they've kind of like they they had set themselves up for a season where nothing mm -hmm. was going to happen, and it was going to be actually like all continuous connected plots and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then they don't do anything with it. Um, so I think Rick and Morty has kind of just uh, is supposed to be like. I, I think it's well past its prime at this point. I think it's time to let just stop making it. I mean, that's um, that's something that South Park did, too. 
where South Park, like, there's really good episodes of South Park. There still are really good episodes of South there's, Park. Well, that's the thing. Is there still are really good episodes of South Park. I've heard, like, last, like in the last three seasons of Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. or last two seasons, I haven't heard anybody talk about it. No, Shit, it's... I, I've heard no one talk about it. I've heard some people talk about the season prior, uh, prior oh, yeah. to uh, uh, Evil Morty disappearing. But um, I know for a fact that I've, just, I've not heard anything about like the latest season, the season before. I was just like, oh, that's kind but, of an indictment. It's kind of like what happened with Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I don't think there's going to be a next game because he's facing years in prison. And I don't think Rick and Morty's going to be a thing anymore. Because, um, yeah. If they do, here's here's the thing. I could see... I can see Dan picking up the torch and kind of carrying Rick and Morty, but do you really want that? Um. Well, I, he hasn't been writing Rick and Morty in the past couple of years, too. I thought he wrote the latest, no. some of the latest episodes. No, he's just done been doing voicing. Mm. So. Are you talking about Justin Roiland or Dan Harmon? Dan Harmon's the other guy. Well, Justin Roiland's the voice for Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah. yeah. He's only been voicing. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could see it being more of the Dan show and them recasting Rick and recasting Morty. I don't know. I think they're going to call it because if they do that, that would be the better way to do it. Yeah, who knows? Mm. Anyways. um, Hey, Josh. Yeah. How does it feel to like support uh, a tyrant, a tyrant company? It takes you the know, fucking. Why, why, why do you have to say it that way? <laughs> ta- oh no! Trust me, I have the same feeling of like, man, this is greatly taking the wind out of my fucking sails. Like, holy shit! You know, it was really funny. All right, so I've now experienced this. Like, I stopped playing Magic years ago. I only play Magic online with uh, buddies now. Yeah, it's great. Um, uh huh. And so, since I've stopped playing Magic, I, I've learned like nothing about the series. Like, I stopped playing when. The dinosaur set came out. Oh, Ixalan. Yeah, I, Ixalan came out. I was like, I was interested, in it, but I was like, I don't. Then I like looked at how like they were doing their things, and I was just like, eh. I don't know how I feel about that, but it's whatever. I carried on. What about my life? Then, <laughs> then this happens, and now I've experienced the death, the the apathy towards. Now six things <laughs> like that. That's that Red Minute Media thing of uh, how does it feel to have been alive long enough to watch all watch your favorite, favorite franchises franchise die. blow up? Yep. 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 To, yeah. Well, let's go through the list. We have Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, Halo, Doctor Who, Doctor Who. Uh, can't forget Doctor Who, um, Magic the Gathering, <sighs> Magic the Gathering, Warhammer, uh, War Machine. Now, technically, Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones is starting rec- is recovering. Watchmen. Watchmen? They, they killed Watchmen with an HBO series that was best intersectional feminism the series. Watchmen, Watchmen, Watchmen. Oh, it was I so bad. That. Yeah, I, it was... I don't care about I don't care about Watchmen, so like it didn't matter to me. Uh, um I'm talking about things that like I actually enjoyed. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, they tried. Uh yeah, but the community is gate gate kept the fuck out of that, so like yeah, that's the one time. Is, Rings of Power does not count. No one gives it any kind of respect. I'm trying to think of some other good series that I've enjoyed uh, in the past. 
Josh, you got any that destroyed I, yourself? Uh, like, I mean, I, again, like I said before with a quote, and I'll say it again, uh, we're just in the way of their money. Oh, I could have told you that a long time ago. I, I mean, like... Like just seeing that and then seeing like the freaking leak, uh, the leak from the one of the someone that was in the uh, in the offices and shit, like spelling all this information out. It's just it gets think, really I, disheartening to the point of like, man, I'm probably just going to try to go to proxies or something because holy shit, I not sure if I want to support this anymore. Like, uh, so not great. Uh, yeah, it's like I think all this is further doing like if they keep digging this hole faster and stronger with a, like a they get whip out the fucking oil derrick and then they start drilling even harder. I think they're going to find out that, hey, there's no oil here. It's just more clay and dirt. And then it turns out all I, that all that oil, all that money pay dirt they think they had is it's completely disappeared. I, I have to laugh because like somebody showed me how many like sets they've been printing over a year now. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's gone from like four sets a year, maybe five, depending upon what kind of year it was to like this last year alone in 2022. The, the set was. I think. 30 just last year alone. Yep. Mm -hmm. I couldn't care less um i've and i've been seeing some cards that become like have you seen the spoiler for that is um that is uh uh, uh El norn the the mistress of, of machines so the master of machines oh yeah there's like six different versions of her no, no there's only two there's no no Elish no norn. there's literally six different versions of that same fucking card Wait, really? Oh, because yeah. of, of all the alternate arts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, all the alternate arts plus they got they like, got they got the guy who did holes, the holes yeah manga. Yep. To do art for her, she got they there's oh my Christ, and, but like I read her ability and I'm like that's gonna get banned out of Commander immediately. Yep. Because that's just broken. I get double the triggers on entry. You get zero. I man, I thought her first printing was bullshit this is probably super duper bullshit for her, her no her first uh printing is like all all five all five praetors from the first set the weakest one was red and the red one was only weak because it's like creatures you enter uh you control enter with haste creatures you control uh your opponent control enter tapped so like it was he's kind of meh but he, I, so he's a little too expensive for what he does i mean he's kind of a tempo piece technically because it, it yeah. just screws Screws up other people, because if they have also haste, but they just enter and tap, what do you fucking do? Mm -hmm. So, but there's there's better cards to do that. Like a good example, um, uh, Thalia. Thalia literally came out, I think, two sets later. And hmm. not uh, and non uh, non creature spells cost one and things enter tapped. Blind obedience, opponents things enter tapped. And and they're just two costs, and they're. Uh, and it's one mana for one mana and one colorless to get him get him in compared to the Praetor, who was, I think, two red and th three colorless. So. I don't know. Uh, 
like I, I, I look at Elish Norn machines. Just, uh, just uh. yeah. I mean, here, here's another thing. I don't think that's the worst card. Uh, there's another card that's coming out that's uh, I forget its name. It's like Venturer's Rot Viking or no Venturer's Rot Traveler or some shit. Anyway, it, like what it does is. Uh, there's a new mechanic that is similar to Infect, but it's not quite Infect. It's called like Venom or whatever. And uh, if you do damage to an opponent, he gets an Infect counter, but it's to how many Venom, you know, whatever Venom that says. So it'd be like Venom 2, he gets two counters. Venom 1, he gets one counter. So no matter how much damage this thing's doing, you don't get that much uh, Infect counters. So... Yeah is a little more balanced, but this one card, uh, it has Venom, but then the mechanics that, uh, that it does is every time you target it with a spell, it gives all your opponents an uh, infect counter. So immediately, bells are just rocking in your brain, going like, oh, I I can abuse that and kill people on turn four if I, if I get lucky enough. Like if you constantly target target the stupid creature and keep buffing it to shit, and you constantly keep targeting it with, you know, nifty spells from within uh, within your deck, and like constantly doing the fast garbage like we're usually doing, like you're probably dead around turn four or five. Like, and that's absurd. Like, <laughs> like man, like yeah, I think that's probably going to be the worst offenders might be getting the the, the chop uh, on the block. And probably Elishnor as well. But, uh, yeah, like for the, the next set coming out and also for like how the, the higher ups of Hasbro, Hasbro slash Wizards of the Coast don't give a flying fuck. Uh, it's going to be uh, super interesting and in seeing how yep. this goes. Well, it feels it feels like as if basically what they're doing is how do I say this? They're taking a massive shit on the community, and this has been happening for months. Yep. And yeah. now the shit is finally smelly enough that, like, the D&D community is noticing it. And now they're pissed off, which is, like, the funny thing about this is this has been happening for months. Like, they've been slowly eroding D&D for months if not years and this is the thing that pisses off a group of people that i don't know how do i say this um this is the thing that pisses them all off like it's just kind of like huh but like we talked about this a little bit where it's like every single month it feels like Josh is now bitching about Magic the Gathering yep. and talking about switching to a different game system and talking about joining a different league or talking about this. And it's just every single month at this point. Um, Practically. Yeah. And it just it's it's kind of like, ha, OK, uh, there's something going on here and I'm not 100 percent sure if I like it. I don't know. I, I just think that. Honestly, someone said this on a Reddit somewhere about all this news uh, that uh, they wouldn't like wouldn't be surprised if the next headline in the next year in 2023 uh, or 2024 or something. It'd be like, oh, Hasbro is being bought out by Company X because they fucked it up. Well, Hasbro's been, tr 
Hasbro isn't a company that's going to get bought out. Hasbro is going to come to that if it collapses or gets to the point where it's going to be able to be bought out, it's just going to collapse. Most likely. Uh, because Hasbro Hasbro is a publishing company. Remember that. Oh. What do they actually have other than like Transformers? Do they still have My Little Pony? Yes, they still produce shows and stuff like that, but they have like they're a toy company. Mhm. And that has been going down for years. Like do they still produce all the Star Wars stuff? Too? Hmm. I don't know. Like, but like again, another major thing with Hasbro and Wizards. The, this is that like, of course, what's going on with their is there stuff with uh, um, like, hey. We're going to copyright all this shit. That's just like, oh. Oh. Oh, no. 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 We've got, unironically, like, three companies that have just, like, tanked hard because, like, the, the, that they've literally killed all the goodwill of their of their fans. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny to watch. But at the same time, it's a little sad because, like, it's, you know... Sad times because magic's dying, or well, magic magic's flooded. So like any like value in magic is kind of like dying. A little bit, yeah. Hey, but magic's we'll have, not like, dying. I, but you know what? We're gonna wait and see at this point. Like, but I'm still. But the thing that happened with fucking ma uh, magic pales in comparison to what's going on with fucking D and D. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that one is. That was such a weird, fickle thing about like uh, the licensing and like how that works to the point of mm -hmm. um, to the point of like other lawyers looked at him like you can't go back on this. Like if they tried, they would probably like get ceased to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, well, uh, they're trying to back chart. They're trying to back chart. YouTube's actually trying to do something similar. Uh, you, you're uh, any ad revenue they got. It's going to be backcharged uh, to YouTube, so they're trying to fuck with the creators too. There, so it's like, hmm. But like, isn't Faza like taking it to them? I believe Faza is actually taking it to them. So. Um, that was the latest I've heard. But the, basically, uh, to explain to our listeners what's going on, um, if nobody else is going to say what's going on, uh, Wizards of the Coast has decided that the OGL, which is the Open Gaming License, which is the license that allows basically select parts of D&D &D in order to be used by other people. Basically, it's the reason why you have a bunch of plugins for D&D um, 3rd Edition. If I'm getting that correct, fifth, fifth, third, whatever, D&D, basically, it's those editions. Okay, I don't think fourth has it, but it's the plugin that allows for those kind of stuff in order to exist, and so it was. It has been the standard for years and years and years about how to actually like have an open game system and make money and stuff like that. Um, and Dungeons and Dragons wants to change it. They want to revoke the OGL and they want to basically change the entire point of 
the license so that way then they can char go ahead and charge royalty fees on certain things such as um i guess they want to charge royalty fees on uh critical role and other third-party series if that makes sense yeah it's uh, i just i'm watching this happen i'm just like holy jesus christ and people like i, I think one of my favorite responses from Somebody who's a lawyer in relation to the D&D &D thing. Yeah. Holy cow. It was just like, he sat there, he read it out, and he's just like, yeah, I actually know somebody who made third-party content for this company. Mm -hmm. And I actively know he's already like, yeah, I got a sneaky suspicion I'm going to be getting a call in the next hour about this shit. And, and then, like, on his Twitter, he was just like, and I got the phone call. So, like, he's already, like, setting up, like, a bunch of, like, third-party creators are already, like, setting up to, like, sue. Um, Yeah. We're going to have, like, oh, my God. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, Wizards get slapped pretty hard for this. Hmm. But, yeah. I... Here's the thing. I think so. Then we we have the other part of the story, which uh, I've been watching Archcast videos on this immediately because I really don't care about. How do I say this? Uh, I don't give a shit about Dungeons and Dragons. Like I originally really didn't want to talk about this because I've, as a PC gamer, have been dealing with shitty companies for years. It's always yeah. fun. Well, uh, I was going to talk about it regardless. Like, J Josh has brought it up. Yeah. Yep. But but the funny thing is, um, Archcast basically brought up that I think it's Faza or. Yeah, the, uh, Battletech's old company. So, the guys who make Pathfinder. Oh, um, Pazio. Pazio. Pazio is going to, has started an initiative called Open DD. And the Open RPG Initiative, and they basically said that they're going to sue the fuck out of Wizards of the Coast if they do anything. Yep. So, oh boy, oh boy, it's going to get better. It's getting. Well, I don't know. Pazio's is kind of in a bit of a dire strait as well because a bunch of Pazio's uh, like writers and stuff like that. Um, well, uh, they unionized, and Pazio was already kind of, like, wavering on being in the red. Yeah. It will be fine, I'm so, sure. So, we'll, we'll wait and see how that goes before we, like, celebrate or cheer or anything like that. Yeah. Um, all right, what else do we have to talk about this week? There's one other thing. So, uh, I booted up Super Lesbian Animals. Uh, oh, dear. All right. I played about five seconds and then immediately stopped. <laughs> um, but I did find this great article, and I would like to thank the Lotus Ears for bringing it into my attention. Why are incels turning themselves into girls? <laughs> oh, God. Yes, this is as great as you think it is, because basically... This is the funniest shit. They're doing this thing called transmaxing. Okay. And basically, what transmaxing is, is where you maximize your transgenderness in order to get the hormones, the sweet, sweet hormones, I guess. All right. 
So as Friedman tells it, the transmaxing are striking posts of ideologically self reballing at least compared to the official trans narrative, which draws heavily from 20th century civil rights discourse. In this view, gender identity is immutable and trans people are just born that way. Okay. Many trans maxers through modifying themselves just because they want to. Examples are shown on page 73 of Trans Maxing Manifesto. These oh, guys you're have a... talking about this shit. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Making up stories about gender dysphoria from medical professionals with others' self-induced gender dysphoria by watching Sissy Hypno. I don't want to talk about this. I really don't want anything to do with this. I talked about it in the, Discord, in the other Discord that I'm in. And I was just like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done talking about this. And everybody's like, yeah, no, this is gross. This is disgusting. fucked up shit. I don't want to talk about this. If it's just You gross. don't have to talk about this. I don't know. You brought it up, dude. <laughs> so basically, these guys are going fucking down the deep rabbit hole and lying to medical professionals. Oh, uh, we've known we've known we've been knowing that they've been lying for a while now. Yeah. And they're some are going as bold enough in order to watch Sissy Hypno. In order to actually become um, trans, the reason they're doing this is actually really, actually really smart and intelligent. It's a big brain move. Some would say it's a master play. Josh, you're gonna love this, okay? Oh boy. They're doing this so that way then they can date themselves and get a girlfriend. Because technically, it's not gay. <laughs> Technically, it's not gay. I, I don't know. I think that's just a, a logic problem, really. Alan, am I simplifying this a little too much? Like, because that's the way it was presented to me. Is like somebody was like, "Oh, they're doing this so uh, then they can be, they can date the themselves." We, oh, jeez. <laughs> Josh, be happy you don't want to go down this rabbit hole. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Holy shit, dude. Like, I don't mind talking about this shit, but like... This is fucked I, up. I legit, I legit hit a point where like I was reading about... Reading and listening and talking about this shit, and I was just like, nah, I'm good. I'm out. Yeah. This I don't is care. The, this is the stuff where Sargon used to do videos on, and they were hilarious. And then you would have Mr. Medicare do videos on, and they were hilarious. And it's really sad that we lost Jim to cancer or AIDS or whatever the fuck he has. Cancer, AIDS. Because now we can't laugh at a bunch of crazy people maximizing their transgenderness in order to do that. But we could also, but we can also change gears now. And talk about how Piranha Games is going to fuck up another Mech Warrior game, or we could talk about how Nvidia lied, and people are very oh, sad. Oh, the the uh, the forty nineties, the forty eighties, forty eight twelve gigs. They're like no strong. No, worse. They're, wor they're worse actually. <laughs> they're worse than thirty eighties, and. I don't know how they thought that would be a good idea. So, okay. When I say they're worse, I believe everyone should watch the Gamers Nexus video because there are actually titles where they actually win. 
but the vast majority of them they lose. Um, and I think the ways that they win is with DLS, DLSS. But when you actually compare it, um, in DaVinci Resolve, for example, the 3080 is actually faster by about a good minute. Uh, ray trace performance, they're about... They're about equivalent to a 4090 and pretty much across the board in gaming they're either equivalent to a 3090 or a 3080 but there's worse performance on them when it comes to davinci resolve really? uh and gamers nexus i think did a better deep dive than linus tech tips which is the video i linked to which i believe um he basically said this is a piece of shit and you shouldn't buy it Surprise, surprise, surprise. Well, it's Gamers Nexus. It's Gamers Nexus. We all know what they kind of think. But when it comes to performance-wise, it looks like as if um, this is an $800 GPU. Um, the Radeon 7900 XT is a little bit better performance, closer to 4080. And it's, it's a bad... It's I shouldn't say it's a bad card. It's an okay card. It's not the be-all, end-all, but it's looking like as if it's going to be a rocky generation if you catch my drift. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that, like, you know, a 3090 is now equivalent to a 4070 performance. I guess. Yeah. But that's about it. Um... And it's kind of shameful that NVIDIA thought that this would be a quote. Because they, they said, and I want to paraphrase what they said again. And you and me had to talk about this. Um, they said basically that the graphics card was going to be equivalent to 48 performance um, with 12 gigs. And it was going to be cheaper. And now that we actually have the benchmarks for the card itself, uh, that is a lie, a bold-faced lie, and yeah. it shows. So, talking about shitty companies this week and Wizards of the Coast, um, this is this is something where the solution is very simple. Don't give Nvidia your money. <laughs> um, but buy Josh, their old, buy their older shit if you can. Yeah, the thirty eighty is actually a really good card. I'm not even talking about the 3080. I talk about like even older shit. 3080, 2080, stuff like that. Actually, really good. I'm still running a 1080. It's actually fine. Yep, I think I'm running a 2080. Yeah. When did the 2080 come out? 2080 came out. I think it came out a year after I bought my card, which I think was a year after I left school. So 2015. No. Then I don't. Then I have. Then I have a 2016, 2017. I think. Yeah. Then I have. Then I have a way old, older. Yeah, I have a 1080. Yeah, I, I I don't know why I didn't look down. My my, my PC has an a open side thing, so I could have just like leaned down and looked. And then you the have G4. Josh, who has a forty four eighty. Uh, yes. So Josh is in dire needs of an upgrade. Josh, get a thirty eighty. They're probably cheap. Are they? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I could probably. Well, then I have to probably 
I would also have to get a new motherboard, a new... Uh, no, you won't. I don't? You can slot it in. It's going to use PCI 3. It's not going to be optimal performance, but it's going to be fine. Because, man, like, I was going to say, like, if I do upgrade, I probably have to just upgrade everything. Because it's probably at that point. It is at that point for you, but you're not... How do I put it? You're at that point where, yeah, an upgrade would be beneficial for you, but it's like, it's not the be-all, end-all. And Gravis cards are one of those things where you can literally take a Gravis card and, like, throw it into a computer and you're probably fine. If that makes sense. So I'm looking right now. And a 3090 Ti is about... No, we don't want 3070s. We want... 30 we want shit we want good cards we want 30 90 30 80 30 70 so you're looking at 30 70 ti is about nine hundred thousand dollars and it's basically an off-brand 3080 um 3090 there's nothing in stock and if you want you can pull uh, you, if you are willing to, you can spend two thousand dollars and get a thirty ninety. Yeah, I don't want to spend two thousand dollars on a goddamn graphics card. Yeah, I don't think most people would. But um, yeah, no, buy. Uh, it's this this stage of graphics cards has been really shit. Like just in general. Because you have the disappointment that is Intel Arc, which is, how do I put it, crap, and I hate it. I want to love it, but I hate it. Um, and then you have the RX 4847 series, which is uh, overheating on the high end and dying. Or not performance heavy enough. In order to keep track up with like the 3090 um, or the even the 40 series in some games, it just doesn't keep up at all. Um, and then you have how do I say this? You, you have then other cards like um, NVIDIA's 40 series, which is just shameful just depressing how much money they're charging for that stuff because i think a 4090 is about three thousand dollars off the top of my head two thousand four hundred uh so yeah no this is a bad fucking generation man <laughs> why does all companies be super shitty like all of them because we're about to they're all so shitty right now like ev like a lot of them uh because we're about to enter a recession and they need to get the money right now <laughs> i think so i did you not see the egg tiktok what's the egg tiktok it's a it's a woman bitching about how much eggs cost uh-huh and and She's complaining about so she makes sure she, she provides some good information. She goes, me and my husband make about one hundred and twenty thousand 
dollars. Oh, that video? Yes. Are we still podcasting? Yes, we're still podcasting. Okay, I don't know. Like, I, I thought we were done with the topic, the last topic. I was waiting for you to... All right. Yeah, but, like, she she's bitching about how much eggs cost the entire time. And it's like, it's like, yeah, we're probably about to enter a recession, honestly. Like, we're probably close to it. Anyways. Uh, Josh, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, recession won't kill my vibes. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing is like, if the recession's probably going to be something where it's I'm I'm a little optimistic because my bet is if the recession's going to happen and it's not going to be as bad as everyone thinks it is, but it's going to be pretty bad. I I just hope that all the shitty companies doing shitty things is just eat shit. Yeah. Eat the most amount of shit. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. All I want for Christmas is not my two front teeth is evil companies eat shit. Makes sense. All I want. I don't know. Eventually, what will end up happening is you'll have everyone kind of, uh, how do I say this? You have a bunch of companies just uh, go out of business unconveniently, if that makes sense. Uh, I, uh, no. But. No. That's. I think for right now, uh, all I want for Christmas is uh, <laughs> it's f- uh, four day work. All I want for Christmas is four day work weeks. All I want for Christmas is social uh, socialism, uh, and uh, hopefully I could what. <laughs> Just, why, why socialism? Uh, I just said that because I'm like. I said that just so I could get on. Do you hear it? And you go what? Because I know, I know it'll get get on her. Someone will just want to point that out. Okay. <laughs> Mission right. accomplished. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to Black of My Games podcast. I guess we're going to go back to playing Magic: The Gathering for four hours. That's about right. Uh, Josh, Josh, do you have that function? Uh. Magic Gathering? You mean on, was yeah. MTG Online or MTG uh, the through tabletop simulator? Oh, t- I think I kind of yeah. kind of sort of do, but I need to find more expansions on that. Uh, no, there's actually like a single thing that you can get. I'll, I'll show you it after. Ah. Like, and uh, you can go to like frog uh, the frog site. Okay. Um, and it lets you just make a deck, and then you can export it to tabletop simulator. Oh, yeah. Okay then. Yeah, yep. you, we can we can get you playing with. Uh, Stefan. Well, I'll gladly do that. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Black Mind Games Podcast. You can listen to us every Thursday on BlackMindGames.podgame or whenever I post the fucking episodes, which reminds me, I don't think I posted the last week's episode. You... Don't don't yell at me. <sighs> Anyways, good night, guys. Good night. Good evening. Good night. Have a good day. No episode 2.0. Shit. I'm posting it now. Don't yell at me. Because I finished editing it and then I uploaded it. And I thought it was posted.
but I guess I didn't hit the button. Twenty twenty three. Oh, did I not export it? Okay, I guess something's happening in BC, and I'm kind of I'm kind of bit just shrugging. Huh? Uh, I'll send it to you. Oh, wrong thing. Huh? That's also interesting. Here we go. Uh, so, shall we sync or shall we talk for like 20 minutes and then put that at the end of the show and dick I'm around? I'm good either way. Eh. Whatever. I mean, Josh could bitch and complain about me not showing up on time. I could totally bitch and complain how I was sitting at your house for probably a little too long that i was <laughs> a little two too hours long. two yeah. hours yeah uh, you should have sat there for an hour and then gone like no i'm leaving Bye, yeah, boys. I, I probably what i should have done i i was just assuming like oh he'll be here and then i was so, keeping myself distracted with a red letter media video so so here's what happened okay on my end okay i get a i get a message i get a message from josh and josh is like hey I'm like, yeah he was I'm not going to be there available to show up like right at 12 o'clock. Is that OK? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's OK. We can we can talk about this stuff. It's everything is OK. And he goes, OK. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And then I get a call from my dad this morning around 11 o'clock. I'm like, oh, I don't have to get up. Everything's fine. Everything's OK. My dad's like. You have to come to the house right away. The hard drive's broken and every and everything's fucked. And I'm like, well, okay, I had kind of one. No, you have to show up right now, okay? You have to be at my house, house, in like an hour. I'm like, okay, fine. So I get in the truck and I drive out to Saint Albert, and it turns into this. 20 minute escapade here this 20 minute escapade here and then it turns into another escapade here and i'm like man look at my phone oh it's four o'clock so while this is all happening i'm messaging josh being like yeah just hang out at my house make sure you let zip know 
and uh, just hang out for like an hour or two. And I'm like, whatever. Worst case scenario, I come back and peaches cream and there's a body on the ground and I have a broken TV. That's the worst thing I'm thinking of. So I finally get over there, walk in, and Josh is just right there sitting on the couch and I'm just like, oh, I've been having a day. Yup. Yeah. And, and I was like, what fucking time is that? I'm like, oh, I've been here for two hours. So I think we started streaming at five. Yep. And we went a full. We went a full three hours. Oh, nice. Uh, high on life. Yep. And so you could say we're high on life. Uh, <laughs> jo Josh is very high on life. I'm absolutely wasted on life. Mm -hmm. Any time frame that we're supposed to pick, Alan, for Alpha Strike, by the way? Oh, we're supposed to, uh, the point values are determined by whatever area you're in, so like it's already adjusted for that. Okay. Savage Coyote B, that's a fucking cool mech. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try come up with something while I'm doing this. Uh, so. Shall we sink? Sure. Sink in three, two, one.